Hey, it is a big day. It's our 600th episode, and we're going to dig into finding renegades. We've talked about the renegade office. We've talked about the renegade leader. Now we're going to talk about how to find renegades, and today's topic is who they are. All that and more coming up on today's Antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Hey, sorry about that. Doo, 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 doo. I had a little technical glitch. I noticed that. I noticed your screen go black and I was like, this ought to be interesting. Let's see how uh, the 600th episode begins. I got a message and I was trying to make it go away quickly and I kind of fat fingered it a little poorly. Fair enough. It's, it's just uh, what happened, what it is. It's what was real in the moment. That's it. So, Tom, people who are watching, I'm outside right now, and there's probably a 50-50 chance that's going to pour buckets on me. So, um, pretty exciting. Uh, if, so that is a real background, not uh, no, a video a screen real, background. Yeah, this is this is real life, yes. I'm, I had to go to the gas station this morning, so I got, got my gas, and I've got to be somewhere at 8 o'clock, and this is kind of a step on the process, so. Fair enough. Busy you know, Bob, a, being busy, right? It, it actually looks like it could be a fake background, a, a green screen background. Yeah, interesting. What, what can I do to make you know it's real? Well, the fact that the cars are driving helps. Here I am. Well, then there's that. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to our 600th episode. Hard to believe of today's antidote. Our daily actually weekday daily broadcast um, where we and have a podcast and podcast where we have a conversation around a topic. You can tell my voice is a little long time yes, on the yes, lacrosse this field. Is good. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, not, I'm not so much um, where we have a conversation around a topic. As Bob shared, our topic this week is finding renegades after talking about the renegade office and the renegade leader the last two weeks. And throughout that conversation, if you have thoughts or ideas you'd like to share, please feel free to share it in whatever social media you happen to be following us on, watching us on, whether that is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or LinkedIn Live. And Bob has fans out there. Excellent. <clears throat> yes, LinkedIn Live. We welcome those and we will go back. I just stopped and backed up. Uh-oh. That's good. He probably no, he's thought, looking. They thought you were okay. waving him down. There you go. I kind of like location. I got to never know. <laughs> I rather enjoy this. That's good. This could be an everyday. Well, it is becoming an everyday occurrence for you. So. <laughs> That's all right. So please feel free to share your comments and ideas as we know it'll add value to our show. And at the end of our show, Bob and I will each offer our one thing around the topic, our today's antidote, which we help will help you move forward as you take your next step along your own unique pathway to success. You may use it today. You may not use it until somewhere down the road. And you'll add it to your toolkit so that you are better prepared to move forward. 
<coughs> sorry. And uh, we start, though, each morning before we dive into our topic with our celebrations. What are you celebrating today, Bob? I'm going to celebrate the fact that over the last two days, I had some of the most peaceful time in my life. I was lucky enough to be sitting on a 47-foot yacht doing a whole bunch of nothing. Well, a little beverage consumption, a little people watching, a little goofing off, but just totally relaxed. And uh, I'm not, it's not easy for me to relax, so it's nice that I got to relax. Uh, I think it's what my mind and body needed. I, I, I hit today much more energized. You may not be able to see it, but it is. So is it not easy for you or you just make, you don't choose to do it more often? I find it hard to relax. My mind is constantly spinning through thoughts and ideas. And over this weekend, I was like, you know what? There's really nothing I can worry about. There's plenty I can worry about. There's nothing I can do. And I was lucky enough to be in a place where I could just let it all go and relax. So. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th I think we all find that. Some people find it on vacation. Some people find it. You know, I have a, uh, someone I know who goes to lunch, and they say they relax at lunch. And I was like, what does that look like? They're like, I take a 25-minute nap. And that works for them. I idea. wish I could take a 25-minute nap during lunch. That would be <clears throat> quite the accomplishment. Why? You would end up taking a two-hour nap? I, I wouldn't be able to shut my eyes. If I, I couldn't sit in my car for 20 minutes and 25 minutes and go to sleep if you paid me. Could that you? Might have, that might have to Wait. be a test. Yeah, I could do that. Absolutely. Okay. All close right. my eyes. I might not be able to sleep. I can definitely close my eyes and just let it all go. The way your voice is today, that might be a good idea. I've already had thoughts about that for parts of the rest <laughs> of the day. There's no doubt. Okay. So my celebration, I just have one. It is our 600th episode. And it's interesting because I think milestones like 600 or 700, for whatever reason, don't get the appreciation that 500, 750,000 do. Um, and so I think it's time that we celebrate 600 and the accomplishment that that is. Um, the fact that we could come up with that many topics to discuss I don't know what that says. It's just <laughs> something worth celebrating. I'll put it that way. I agree with you completely. It, it is something. When you think of it now that we've come up with 600 topics. So we have a that comment is, that I'll share that is, relates to this. And I can't okay. really yet figure it out. Um, but this is that. Good morning, Bob and Tom. Congratulations on your 600th episode. I can't believe neither can we. This podcast has been on for this long. Great job, you two. Feel better, Tom. Thank you. I am celebrating that after two long years of anxiety since my husband's death in March of 2020, both my kids graduating, one from high school, one from middle school. Well, congratulations, and I will definitely... That would be, that would be my sister, Beth. Oh, excellent. That would be my uh, uh, Adam and Nancy. Yes, That's, that is quite an accomplishment. Well Absolutely. worth celebration. <clears throat> and thank you so much for sharing that with us, Beth. Uh, and we know yeah. that you have been a... Long time listener to this. Uh, hopefully yeah. that has had, we have added value. Uh, and I just think that's what we should share with our renegades today, right? As a part of the extra, the additional celebration is that, and maybe it's not the 600th episode for them, 
That's whatever achievement they have had today or over a time frame that they can actually take a moment to think back on, stop being busy, Bob, and celebrate something that is definitely an achievement and a milestone. And I think that's a great thing for people to take pause sometimes and go back and think about what are those things that I truly have accomplished. And so hopefully our 600th episode as we celebrate that will be a springboard for you to find something to celebrate that you have achieved over a time frame. And if you're struggling to find that thing, call Tom or me, track us down. We'll help you find it because it's hard at first for people sometimes to find that thing that that they want to celebrate because I know for me, I can often get bogged down in the things that don't go as I wanted. And I find that the more I condition myself to find a celebration every morning, we've now done it for what, probably 500 of these 600 episodes. It's now part of my every morning. It's like, okay, I know I've got to do this thing. What am I going to celebrate today? I need to find something. And it's less and less find. It's more and more, which one do I choose? And I think that's really a great way to look at life. You know, it's another way to be grateful, which opens opportunities up. Absolutely. Oh, I was just going to play with my hat that isn't on my head. <laughs> that was weird. That was, was weird. I was like, what are you doing? You're playing with your hair. Usually you only do that when you get nervous. And I was like, we're talking about celebrations. How can Bob be getting nervous about that? Not not nervous, uncomfortable. <clears throat> uncomfortable. There's a difference. I don't get nervous very often, but uncomfortable, yes. I go I go to the hair pretty quick. You go to the hair, yes. Yeah, All right, well, talent. let's dive into our topic. So we're talking this week about finding renegades. Uh, do you want to kick us off in that? Sure. Today's topic is who they are. <clears throat> and I would, uh, how would I put this? Everyone could be a renegade, put in the right situation. If they have a willingness to consider ideas, if they have a willingness to explore things that they may not have in the past, if they're willing to say that the same old status quo is not acceptable, that they want to at least explore possibilities, then anyone can be a renegade. Now, if I were going to hire someone, I would be looking at a person with those qualities. And I'd be looking at a person who's comfortable with challenging things at that interview. Like I remember an interview I did with someone and they were like, oh, so you have four tests during the semester. This was for a college job. Yeah, that's typically our cycle. They're like, well, what if I did weekly testing? We're like, tell us more about that. Well, I find weekly testing, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of interesting. We ended up hiring that person and their approach altered some things at that school because they were like, you know, every four weeks just or every three weeks doesn't work as well as this. I've tried this. You guys might want to try it. And they weren't jerks about it. They were just like, hey, this has worked for me and here's why. What do you guys think? And that to me is a renegade thing. But another renegade thing could be um, someone who says, hey, I know the hours are like uh, seven to four. Is it possible I could come in at 630? Because I, I, we get so many messages from 630 to seven o'clock. Could I just come in that half hour early? Because I think there's a lot of opportunity there. It's just looking at the world and saying, how can you improve things, I think. And we all have that capacity. That's the funny part of this. 600 episodes of talking about being renegades. We're all renegade if we choose. It's an option. 
every day it's an option. I have days where I'm a real renegade. I have days where I'm kind of middle of the road renegade. I have days where I'm just not a renegade at all. I'm just going with the flow on those days because I'm tired or I'm worn down or I just can't face the challenges that being a renegade could be for that day. But I think in who they are, it's who you invite into your situation. You know, you and I uh, talk about every presentation we give in advance and we expect, don't expect, don't demand, but we look for the other person to really put some renegade ideas in there. Hey, what about this? Have you thought about this? And that really fosters a much different presentation that considers things that I alone wouldn't have thought of. What do you think about all that, Tom? I like it a lot. I think that that's, um, I think the one thing that I would, one of the things I would add to it is, and you sort of hinted at this, is that it's not an everyday thing or an every moment. I would say every moment thing. And I almost think that those people who believe it has to be in every moment aren't real renegades. Because I think that they, in some regards, those people believe that everything they say is right. And because of that, they question everything else everyone else does. And, And I don't know that that is a step to helping everyone learn. That's a step to help getting everyone to shape towards their belief. And I think there's a, I think that is a difference is that I believe renegades are willing to ask the question of themselves first and then ask it of others, if it makes sense. And am I asking this in a way to gain more knowledge or am I asking this in a way to get someone to do what I want them to do? And I, I do believe that sometimes happens. Is that sometimes we ask people questions about something they're doing or have done. And the question isn't really to learn, it's to get them to do what we want them to do. And no, like I could ask the question to you, Bob, is like, it's interesting. Why are you always in a different spot? And I, depending on how I ask. Faced by authorities, just so you know. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, Well, you know, I I started to wonder that a little bit. And now I understand the bunker, different locations. That's it. I'm on the now, now somebody wants to be in the episode. So that's even better. Um, so I think that there is that little subtle difference of it. And I'm not sure that you can always identify that that's what they're trying to do. Yet I think sometimes there is that sort of peace behind them. Because I could be asking you that because I'm interested. Hey, Bob, how come you're in different locations? And you could, and if I'm really interested, I, I'm interested to know, well, I had to be here at this point. I had these other things going on. I thought it would be cool to try it. Other people could be asking it to say, like, why aren't you always in the same space? Right. And it would really be a whole lot better if you were in the same space. And again, that means that they know what's right. Not this is what's real for you. And so I think that people that that's something to consider is that we find the right spaces to be I shouldn't say that. We find the space that is real for us to be a renegade. Even though sometimes it may to others appear that we are trying to be quote unquote right. Yet they will know by our follow-up questions and our follow-up actions that it is truly for us to help to help us better understand and learn and impact what's real for us. 
as you talk through that, Tom, it occurs to me that uh, there are two ways to go. You can focus on the people. Bob, why are you doing this? Or you can focus on the process. Hey, Bob, I see that you're at a lot of different locations. What's that all about? You know, is, is that something that you do intentionally or is it something you need to do because whatever, do you get bored being in the bunker, whatever? That's about the process. That's not about the person versus Bob. You know, you're never in the same location two days in a row. And it's really getting old. It's really hard for me to manage this because there's a lot of distraction. That becomes very personal. And I think that's not really the renegade. That's when you're shifting people to think your way versus Hey, Bob, I'm curious, what are your thoughts? You know, walk me through how you decide where you're going to be at 7 a.m. every morning. Yes. That's an open-ended, now we have an opportunity to discover. Although it is interesting, the phrase, walk me through, as you said it, I was almost taken aback like, well, explain your process because I think you're wrong. I don't know. I was, it just hit me okay. funny. And I feel huh. like every time I've been asked that question, walk me through, or I've been shared that statement. Um, they just lock their car. Don't worry about that. For people on the podcast, somebody, there was a beep behind Bob. Starbucks, Starbucks worker coming in at 7.30. Seven minutes early. Bravo. Excellent. Or 30 He's minutes going, late. One of the working, uh, 23 minutes late, yes. Yeah. Um, so I think that that, that is, and it might be how your inflection, it might be how it's said. It may be how many times you say it. I think it's all part of what's real is, are you questioning them because you believe they are not doing it the way you want them to do it? Or are you questioning them in an effort to truly learn? Be like, hmm, that's interesting. Can you share with me? Or like, I think share with me is very different than walk me through. What do you think about that? Uh, I think I got a little coaching early today. Uh, no, honest, I didn't, I wasn't, that was not meant to be coaching. It's just what I heard. And I, I like, don't, I don't know that you say I, that all the time. Maybe I, you do. I, I do say it a fair amount. Uh, I think share with me is softer and feels a little less in your face. I don't mean walk me through in a negative way. It's just like, I'm trying to understand your process. And I, and I hear how you could hear it that way. I do. It goes back to perspective, right? Right. Is, and that goes back to, we were talking about the words we used a few weeks ago, a, couple, a few weeks ago. And I think it's not only the words we use and how we say them. And I think that if you're like, and I think I had a supervisor once who was like, well, walk me through something that didn't go the way I planned or the way they planned or expected. And it was more like, okay, let's find out what went wrong, wrong, rather than let's try to understand so that we might do things differently in the future. I don't know. I, I, something to think about. Okay. I, I, I will take it under advisement. And that was uh, honestly, that was not a, no, I'm not, I'm not offended. I'm not, no, it, it, what really is coming up for me, believe it or not, how incredibly precise the language has to be, to be an effective renegade leader or an effective renegade, because you're already 
stepping out on the edge of the cliff. And you could potentially fall if you don't figure out the most effective way to help the recipient feel comfortable in that messaging. That's what I think you were saying. You know, as a recipient, walk me through doesn't make me feel comfortable. Well, it might. And again, this is the challenge, right? This is the challenge, correct? Is that we don't know how people are going to react. And I think it's, it's the real renegade who sometimes is willing to say that and finds a way to say it, that it is about the learning process. And I think that's a little bit about how, how else they act. If they act all the time, like they are coming in and telling you what to do. Sorry. That's all right. Like they are telling you what to do. You're going to take a question like, or a statement like, well, walk me through this as, oh boy, I messed up again. If the, if the rest of the way you interact and engage with them is all about, let's discover what happened. Let's try to figure out what we might do differently as a learning process. And you come to them and say, okay, well, let's walk through this and see what's, what's, and I almost think it's interesting as I said that the concept of let's walk through this is doing it together. When, when you say walk me through this is about, okay, explain to me. Like I, I need that. That I like, that I like a lot. Isn't that interesting? Let's walk through this. Yeah, let's yeah. walk through this. Cause I think that's about us together trying to figure it out and not, okay. You has it figured out. Tell me what, what happened so that I can then judge what you have done. Uh, we've, we've gotten far afield of our topic. Well, I think it's all a part, that's all a part of who they are, are people who, who, who really take the time to think about not only what they're saying to others and how they are saying it, rather than just saying what they want to say, doing what they want to do, because that's what's best for them. And not even considering the perspective of the person on the other side. Wow. So Tom, as we talk about finding renegades, who they are, what's your one thing today? I'm, I'm... <laughs> That's why I gave it to you first. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that. Nothing like on the 600 episode being like, hmm, what is my one thing today? Took me, it took us that long to be like, oh, I'm not sure how. So I guess I would say who they are, are people who are willing to consider other perspectives that people have other knowledge and other experience that may impact them and that they come to situations and scenarios with that in mind, not that they are always right. Right. And, or um, someone else's knowledge, experience and perspective is wrong. And I think if you listen to the way many people talk, it's easy to discover those people. And it happens in the way they ask questions and the actions that they take, the statements they make, the conversations they have. 
And so I think when you're able to find people who are willing to discover new knowledge, experience, and perspective and share what they have, and again, share, not tell, uh, that is, I think, who they are. Okay. I'm going to take away two things from, well, maybe three, at least two. First one is anyone can be a renegade at times. And the second part is that no one's going to be a renegade all the time. So if you're looking for that person who's going to be a renegade all to all day from nine to five, eight to four, good luck with that. And you, and you likely don't want that. I was going to say that could be pretty toxic to an organization. That's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of in your face. Yes. And I think that, you know, sometimes the way we've always done it is effective. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I, many times, I think. And I think if we're always saying, and, and this is, a, I think the way you phrased it at the start was that the way we've always done things, if this is the way we've always done it. I forget what you said. I have to go back and listen to it. Was like, ineffective or something like something like the way we've always done it right isn't going to work anymore right i think it's good to question it and try to discover it and we may find that the way we are currently doing it have done it for the moment in the moment that is what's real and we need to continue it and we're willing to always question that is there a different way yep wow this has been quite the episode. Interesting. I'm not sure I thought this was going this way. I don't, I'm not, actually, I know I wasn't. I think we that. did justice to the 600th episode. I believe we did. We gave some people things to think about, that's for sure. At least me. I can't speak for anyone else. No, I, it's, it, you know, and I think what it, I, one of the takeaways I have yes. is I think I'm getting very acutely aware of words that people use and what the impact that might have. And, and at the same time, I have to also not be, uh, so I have to be careful not to be that person who says, walk me through why you think, walk me through this makes sense. And just, is there's an opportunity to ask and try to discover and think about, hmm, what do you think about this? So. Um, question for you. You're a- aware of other people's words or is are you as aware of your own words me yes i think you know the answer to that just checking well how many times did i i think you know every time i say or almost every time i say right i try to put it in quotes you may if you for the podcast you can't tell that but if you're watching the broadcast you will see that i will do the little rabbit ears um i'm acutely aware of the word but and try to catch myself using not using that so I, I again i know i am not perfect in that regard again quote quote perfect and i believe i am working towards being more effective at doing that Nice. And if I'm not, I'd love for somebody else to share what's real for them. I would agree. But I think it's a double-edged sword. 
can't just worry about others' language. You have to work. Yeah, I think it starts with your own. Absolutely. Uh, because if you're constantly critiquing others people's language but not looking at your own, that's kind of a jerk thing to do. I would 100% agree. And yeah. I think that it I think that I became more acutely aware of others' words when I became when I first was more aware of here are the words, you know, how many people have a list of outside of like curse words. Right. That they try really hard not to use intentionally. And they could actually list them. Right. It's a little neurotic, probably. <laughs> and I think it it was really helpful for me to start to think. And as I hear what others say, not only what I say, but what others say. Um, it's been interesting. We need to wrap up, Tom, because I've got to get my car somewhere to get some work done. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get to your eight o'clock appointment. I Unless you are like yeah. In the plaza already for where you need to be, which I have a feeling is not the case. All, All right, right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us. Whether you are here for our, this episode is the first one or like Beth. Or your last one. <laughs> or your last one. Or like Beth who commented. Thank you again, Beth. And has been with us for probably pretty close to 600 of those episodes. So thank you very much. We hope that you will all go out and have a great day. And if you want to talk more about finding renegades, join us inside our Ring of Renegades Facebook group, where we'll be having this conversation all week long. Bob actually posted a poll yesterday about hiring people. So it's easy to just join us in Facebook. Search for Ring of Renegades, ask to join, and you can be a part of our growing group. So with that, we hope you go out and have a great day. And we will see you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group or tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern time, for our next edition of today's antidote. Have a great day. Hey, embrace the renegading you. And hey, look around. There are more renegades than you realize. I promise. They're right there, right in front of your face. That person right there, she's a renegade. That guy over there, he's a renegade. Are there the two people that are standing there watching you do this and that's why you pointed them or no? <laughs> There's no one watching. All right. Actually, there are people inside watching. You're, you're going to become a local celebrity. People are going to start asking like, Who's that guy that keeps 7 a.m. standing around by his car doing a show? He's got to be on TV. That up in my phone. I need to make it look legit. Okay. There you go. And my phone is the key. True. I think that's true. I got to work on that. <laughs> All, All right, right, everyone. Go out and have a great day. Ooh, you didn't say what your, what your, your final line. I did. Oh, did? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I got lost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great day. We will see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.